guess I'll put the radio on. Hey, come in. I want you to converse with me. I also know sign language. I have a complimentary sandwich. It's peanut butter. I like to call out street names. I still keep the antennae under my wing. Yeah, Brace, I do pips. You can read with your nose, too. There's two radio C's. Turn the bloody radio down. I'm trying to watch telly. Come with us now to Seaside to meet a man who sees, feels, hears and tastes with his nose. 47-year-old Harvey Bloom, long-time resident of Seaside, was recently bestowed the title of Most Remarkable Man on the Planet. After losing four of his five senses in a freak boating accident, Harvey was forced to readjust and reinterpret the world around him with only his sense of smell. Over time, incredibly, Mr. Bloom has managed to do just that, replacing every single sense with his nose, astounding the medical department at Seaside General, who once told him he would only ever amount to a pair of nostrils in pants. These days, Harvey performs regular miracles, just doing things you and I take for granted. This morning, for example, as we accompany him, Harvey has managed to smell his way down the street and onto a bus, sniff out the correct money for the fare, and then, unbelievably, smell what the driver says to him. That's you, Hi. Hey, Steve. What's happening then? Happening? Nothing much. Doing an interview with these people. Yes, believe it or not, Harvey has just smelled not only his friend Steve, the bus driver, but correctly smelled and identified every word he said. In fact, he's smelling everything I'm saying now, just as though his nose were his ears. Isn't that right, Harvey? What? I said, can you smell what I'm saying now? What? Sorry, you'll have to speak up. I can't smell you over the bus. It is loud, isn't it? Yeah, Steve's blind. Doesn't drive real well. And it's true, our bus driver, as it turns out, is blind and drives with the aid of a stick held out the window to feel for the oncoming traffic. It's my fault. I told him he could do anything. Shouldn't worry about being blind. That's true, he can. Good for him. It just takes him bloody ages to get anywhere. They can't stop him because that'd be discrimination. Isn't that right, Steve? Hey, can anyone tell me that last So how did you lose your other senses? You say it was a boating accident. What actually happened? I don't like to talk about it. I don't remember much, to be honest. I was seven. I just remember some fish and an accordion and my dad running around yelling stuff like, oh, his sense of touch, oh, his sense of taste. That's all I remember, fish and an accordion and that's about it. You still there? Yes. Ah, good, just checking. We're at the supermarket now and Harvey is doing his weekly shop using only his sense of smell, something you might have thought impossible. But for this man, it seems nothing is impossible. That's a trolley. Shopping trolley. Yep. We head for the fruit and veg aisle, and you might think that this is no miracle. You can obviously smell the difference between an apple and an orange. But when we get to canned goods, the magic really starts. What are you looking for? Beans. No added sugar. Trying to cut down. You can smell the sugar? I can, yeah, but it's easier just to read the list of ingredients. You can read with your nose, too. Yeah, except this print's too small. Can't smell it properly. So, the smaller the print... The less it smells, yeah, obviously. God, this print's small. Who do they expect to be able to smell that? Can I help you? No, bloody hell. I've done all right without you so far. Jesus, just dying to jump in, aren't you? Oh, look at me with my five senses. Aha, bet you can't smell that, though, can you? What? Someone's in trouble. You haven't told all that. Oh, yes. Could you fetch that jar for me, please? Which one, love? That one, dear. Can you be more specific? I'm operating with just a nose here. Here, let me. Ah, ah, ah. 
And you go again with your precious five senses. Oh, look at me touching and hearing stuff. I'll do it. What sort of jar of old woman? Oh, uh, pickle. Crinkle cut or straight? Uh, straight. All right, there you go, easy. Take a bloody ladder when you go next time. Up yours, freak. So, you can smell that that woman was in trouble. How? Distress. I can smell distress a mile away. Easiest thing to smell distress. What does it smell like? I don't know. Distress, I suppose. I mean, what does an orange smell like? Can't you ask some stupid questions? Back at home, Harvey has put his groceries away and is settling down to watch the television. Crap. 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 Can you see what's happening on the screen? Did you finish school? Of course I can't see what's on the screen and my bloody nose on legs. I can only smell what they're saying. Well, it's just you're full of surprises. Yeah, and you're full of stupid questions. If you can't see it, couldn't you just listen to the radio? Yeah, or I could soak my head in a bucket or paint the cat green. Hello? No, oh, hello, Mum. Speak up, Mum. Stop mumbling. I can't smell you when you mumble. Yeah, she's still here. I wish she'd bugger off. We take our cue. So, thank you, Harvey, for your time. We'll let ourselves out. I think it's two short planks. Tell you what. We leave the house of the remarkable Harvey Bloom, a true inspiration and a man of quiet dignity. Who are you talking to me out there? Bugger off. A remarkable man who hears, feels, and even tastes with his nose. We did not get him tasting with his nose. What? Oh, forget it. I'm not going back. He's an idiot. Come on. You've been listening to Tales from Seaside. Tune in next week for the amazing tale of the man... Crap. Is that it? Yep. Oh, well, I'll put the radio back on then. Keith with you, but for three you broadcasting every morning and evening, along with the tide reports and great radio adverts. Now, first up, we had Bob Fingers with "You Were Pretty Once." Oh, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> Bob Fingers, he's no picture book himself. The Pool Twins, "Let's Get Separated." That's a good one, Dad. I do like that. I found myself tapping my toes as I walked in from the bookies, and all the way from overseas, the Tawanden Sisters with "Bob's a Wanker." And their follow-up hit, Bob's Still a Wanker. Great couple of songs, those. For three you, how do you do? How do you think that went, Bruce? Pretty good, eh, mate? The loss of a loved one can be a traumatic experience, especially if you liked them. Having a firm hand to guide you through this emotional time provides immeasurable relief. At Viking Funerals, we pride ourselves in being that firm hand. Anybody can put your dead friend or relative in a hole in the ground, but only a Viking can put them in a boat and set them on fire. Say goodbye the Viking way, by pushing your loved one out to sea and shooting at them with a flaming arrow. Viking funerals cater for all cultural backgrounds. No matter where you're from, there's a jug of mead waiting for you in Valhalla. Journey with a pagan god from our catalogue or bring your own. And if you think a Viking funeral is out of your price range, think again. We've made Viking funerals affordable to everybody with long boats, short boats, and new cardboard budget boats. Fire the flaming arrow yourself, or have one of the kiddies do it. Nothing says goodbye like a bunch of angry men with axes. Come and talk to our hairy funeral directors today. Choose your boat and your god, and we'll do the rest. Waiting for death to occur naturally, if instructed. Personalise your service by adding a favourite pet or family member to the funeral boat, and provide your own music or choose from our selection, charting hundreds of years of Viking hits. Viking Funerals. 
for that firm, hairy touch that only a Viking can provide. Listen to Radio Seaside. Where it's time to go live to Fothergill's Cafe and Costume Hire for the Beak Poet Fundraiser. Cat, where are you at? Do you have a cat? Is it under the mat? This cat. You think you are a cat? Why did you eat my mum? Thank you very much. It's not live. You went down and recorded it on your Sony Walkman. Shut up, Marvin. It's more impressive if you say it's live. It's more impressive if it's true. Do you even know who the beak poets are? Yeah. It's those toss bags that wear the little beaks when they recite poetry in honour of their mentor, Jonathan Livingston Person, yeah. It's ludicrous. Yep, granted. But they're raising money to publish a book of Jonathan's chip poetry. He's not real, you know. What, Jonathan Livingston Person? Yes, he is. He's a seagull with the body of a man. It's a bloke in a mask. No, it isn't. I've seen him. Yes, so have I. I went to school with him. Only he didn't have the mask then. And I can tell you he won't be spending the money on publishing his book. What do you mean? He's going to buy chips with it. What? See, that's the funny thing. He actually thinks he's a seagull. He's deranged. And he's mad about chips. He's real. He's not. You just want to believe in something. Well, you believe in the Christmas mermaid. Yeah, that's because she's real. No, she's not. That's a woman in a fake tail. It isn't. It is. I saw her getting changed once. Let me believe in something. Jonathan Livingston Person is a seagull with the body of a man. Oh, okay. I don't need much. I don't need to stay. Not asking for handouts. You going to throw it anyway. I'll just keep on waiting. Right here by your side. While you blow that potato. And fatten your thighs. It's just one chip. I would gladly trade. Just one chip. For me to go away. Thank you very much. You throw me a chip, but I don't want it. I'd rather house and land package. You said chip, 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 but I say, what else have you got in that bag? Thank you very much. Astronic Keith's community announcement. Feeling lonely? Singles noted the film of Bingo Hut has been cancelled. Sorry to say. Astronic Keith's community announcement. That's right. Jonathan Livingston person is a seagull with a man's body and a seagull's head. Jonathan Livingston person is a poet in a man's body with a seagull's head. He has a man's body. And a seagull's head He has a man's body And a seagull's head Oh yeah Come with us now to Seaside, where Sue and the school bully have just beaten every other boat out of the harbour in a race to save their new friend, the sea cow. Stop, 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 stop,
where'd you learn to drive like that? I used to help mum herd whiting. I go while mum slapped the border with a coat hanger. Wow, that would have been a terrific job. It sure was. So why did you become the school bully? The whiting price dropped and mum wanted me to go to school. What's that? That looks like my sea cow friend. See her tail? And a big back? I just can't see her face. That's not a normal sea cow, Sue. What do you mean? Look how big it is. That's a stellar sea cow. But they've been extinct for over 200 years. So big. Yes, we need to coax her to safety. What? Hmm, it can't be my house. My Aunt Jasmine is living in the spare room and the pool's not big enough. I got it. We'll lead her back to the docks. That's a great idea. Everyone that wants to harm her is out here looking for her. We can call the radio station and once people hear the stellar sea cow exists, she will be safe. It might even bring the tourists back. My uncle will be able to sell his tacos again. That's right. Now what do you have in your lunch bag? I've got turnip paste and broccoli steak. Perfect. Why? I can drag your lunch in the water. The sweet smell will make the sea cow follow us. You drive. Let's do it. It's two hours till we get back to the docks and we have an hour's worth of fuel. That means it'll take us four hours. Hey, look at that. Oh no, it's a giant boat and it's bearing down on us. There's only one boat that big and fast. The nuclear weapon. That's where I did my work placement. What? Yes. All school bullies have to do a stint on the nuclear weapon. That would have been awful. I heard Captain Hades was the meanest captain alive. No. He was scared of me. I called him Captain Scabies. I think I even made him cry. Well, they're catching up. I think I'll splash the water with your lunch to make the sea cow turn around. We need to leave in a hurry. Come on, sea cow. Look at me. It's working. It's turning. It's turning around to face us. Ah! That's not my sea cow. Look at his face. It has tentacles like an octopus. It's coming for us. You get out of here, you octopus cow. this really be the end for Sue and the School Bully? Find out next week on Sue and the Seeker. Seaside Radio is produced by Alex Oliver and Chris Holland. And Liz, you have literally forgotten how to speak. Oh, Matt, your friend that I can't see. Ahem, Kof, excuse me. You sound like a vending machine. Thank you. Romeo, oh Romeo, what is your immediate location? Yep. My bleeping mouth hurts. Ow. The loss of a loved one can be a traumatic experience. Bleep you. I hate you. Is your mother an alcoholic? Because your dad in the model train club. Hey, hey, what are you doing? I was listening to this.